Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ez Hashem, Shir number 150. Um, we spoke about various aspects of intimacy in the last Shir, in the last feedback, and we'll continue this discussion right now. Um, first thing is to understand the concept of what marriage is. Now, by default, uh, it meant to provide an intimate shelter for a relationship between a man and a woman. Now, marriage has been going on for thousands of years. People everywhere have been getting married for that long. And the um, question is, why do, why do they do that? Why do we get married? Now, the panemius answer of it is simply, the Torah says, We need to understand that it's reverse of what people assume it is. Taira dictates human nature, not the other way around. It's not that there's human nature and then Taira just explains it. No. Taira dictates human nature. So very the etzem wording of the Pasuk in Bereshis, of Alkain Yazav Ish as of the Imai, that he leaves his father and mother, Vidovak be and he connects his wife, Vahayulabasar Echad and they become as one. These very words of the Taira are the Yesoid and the inborn Kayach and the explanation and the Shairish and the root as to why people get married because of that inner need to do so from these words of the Taira that gave that, that Kayach. That's a very important thing to realize. It turns things on their head. Um, I think Rabbi Yerucham said this, Agav, I'm going to say this, that um, Rabbi Yerucham from Lovovitz, that it says, Kabbat vesimecha, same idea. Now, it's hard for a human being to understand this, but this is what he says. People assume, okay, Hashem created the world, yeah, so you have a mother and a father, and a mela. Now that you have a mother and a father, you have a mitzvah of Kabbat vesimecha to honor them. He says it's really the reverse. The Torah's tzivoy of kavides avicha vesimecha creates this concept of having an avanim. So same thing over here. Alkain yazav ish es avavis imay vedavak beishtay. That's the shayrish of marriage. That's the shayrish of marriage and why human beings have been marrying since the beginning of time. Now. People bechitzainius externally, they uh, they get married uh, to get away from their parents, to have babies, achieve financial securities, ensure a succession of yichus of royalty, uh, to have a steady sexual life, having someone to boss around, having someone to tell them what to do, have someone to count on at all times. So those are all different reasons why people get married. And deep down, it's intimacy. Intimacy is an instinctive, inherent need to be exclusive, to have one person um, to be extremely close with beyond measure. And... um, it's very, very interesting that um, it's sad that in culture 
after marriage, usually the sexual instincts go downhill. You know, you, the, these other marriage jokes come with that. You know, it's all over after you get married, which is not the way it's supposed to be. And we suffer from that. We suffer from that lack of intimacy. Now, intimacy means and implies that you have a soulful connection with the other person in an exclusive, private, and deep relationship. And the truth is, everyone wants that. It's a human need, whether they admit it or not. It's part of human nature. They need this. They need this closeness. And part of it, again, it all comes from Tyra. Whether you say that the Isha was originally from the rib of the person, of the, of other Mauritian, or according to the other words of the Chazal, that they were, that he was created with two parts of him. The front and the back both had half was Zacha, half was Nakeva, back to back, and, and then Hashem divided them. But either way, male and female was one being, was one Mahus first. And Hashem decided to separate them, either dividing the two halves or fashioning the rib, whatever the case is. And then, after that, it remains part of each one's nature to seek that oneness again. To, for Adam to feel that lack and to unify with that that was separated from him. And for the Isha, for the woman, to feel that she lacks that connection and only can connect to go back to where she came from, to her source, to her husband. And to this day, it's in the nature of the man and the woman to seek oneness with, one with each other. Again, these things are not necessarily externally expressed by people, but this is, this is just the reality. And becoming one again after being separated that's really what intimacy is all about. And um, that's something that's very, you know, sounds so basic, but that's such a shayrish in understanding what marriage is. And um, the yearning for unity and the yearning for that intimacy, people confuse it and say it's simply because they want sex. They want the sexual gratification and they have a pull to it or it's a need that they need. And that's what it is. It's, it's nothing deeper than that. But the truth is, the essential and unique attraction between men and women is not sexual. It's spiritual. It's similar to what we call a, 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 a symptom and the actual disease, right? So you have the symptom... Um, the headaches, and then the disease, uh, high fever. Even the high fever is really not, is also a symptom to something else that's wrong, an infection, right? So same thing over here. The, the, the sexual pull is, the, is sort of like the symptom or the, or the, you know, the external connection of what gets them to that point. But the Etzim attraction, the essential and unique attraction, is not sexual. It's a spiritual attraction. And that's also important to one to, to, to know. And the reason why a husband and wife can become one again 
is because they were once one. They were once one neshama. And you have to realize also that no marriage is ever a mistake. And that's true even if divorce takes place. People get confused. And again, uh, you know, not, not a makubal here. Don't know anything about that. Not going deep into anything. But people ask these questions if it's, uh, if it's uh, 40, 40 days before the Yitzira, it's created, but it says Bas Ploini Leploini. Um, so if Bas Ploini Leploini, then what happens if uh, someone ended up marrying, you know, had a second marriage in their life or a third marriage in their life? So what, what does it mean? Who's, who, who are they supposed to be with? And it causes a lot of confusion. The bottom line is, is that even when divorce takes place, the second marriage is Mena Shamayim. Hashem doesn't play games with us. He doesn't play dice with the universe. No marriage is a mistake. Whenever two people come together in marriage, it signifies a special connection between two souls. What's the original one to one? I don't know. No one knows. But it is clear that there's a deep connection in these Nishamas. And people who got divorced and remarried, they need to know that. And, uh, or, or any time that there's a remarriage, they need to know that. That there's a special connection of neshamas going on here. That's very, very deep. And there is intimacy. That's what intimacy is. And that is the reason husband and wife seek to become one, because they originally were one. They were two parts of the same neshama. And the unique attraction to each other is a spiritual attraction, clothed in a sexual attraction at times, but it's a spiritual attraction that originates from this desire to become whole again, to become one again. And that's very important to know. And um, men have this issue a lot. could be women too, but especially men, young men in the American culture, especially where their heads are, you know, their, their subject is women and girls. And um, the truth is, you know, it's part of biology. It makes sense. But what young people also need to realize that the physical aspect of relationships alone is not an expression of love. It's a replacement for love. Very often these infatuations or even these physical attract, attractiveness that takes place between a, hus- between a, a, a boy and a girl pre, pre, pre-married uh, and, and those, those uh, what, you know, we said in the previous year, hookups, all of these things, they're not an expression of love, though it may look like that. Um... They assume that sex will bring to love and then, then they'll have real intimacy, but it doesn't work that way. There's usually a lack of commitment and a lack of feeling that you're really one. And, um, and that's why these things don't last. And that's why, again, that you know, we Baruch Hashem have a tyrus so we know um, that it's important to stay celibate and not sexually active before marriage. But even from a secular point of view, it makes perfect sense to do so. Because 
before that, what usually happens is it's not a real commitment. No matter how, what they say, it really isn't. Um, and um, that's an important thing to know. And even sex, you have to look at it like similar to food in this sense. That uh, when we eat to satisfy our, our taste buds, that's not satisfying a need. We're pursuing a pleasure. And um, no matter how many times we indulge in a pleasure, we will never be satisfied. It'll just demand more and more and more. And therefore, if someone pursues sexual pleasure for its own sake, that leads a person to want to experience all types of things that make them feel good, but it doesn't satisfy a real need. Lahavdal. It's similar to the indulgence in junk, junk food and the candy, cake, cookies, and all that. And sexual pleasure for its own sake that's not satisfied is junk. As soon as it's gratified, end of story. There's no soul connection. There's no depth to it, and it's gone before it starts. And... Um, there's a lot of dissatisfaction and unhappiness to it. As strong as that drive is at times, knowing this helps. And yes, it's true that in married couples, a lot of that spiritual satisfaction and emotional connection that a husband and a wife experience is wrapped up in that very physical activity of the sexual experience. There's no question about that. Because the act of a spiritual union is also physically pleasurable. And when you're using the sexual aspects to connect emotionally and spiritually, yes, it will be and should be pleasurable. But as a goal in and of itself, or the core of the intimate experience between a husband and a wife is not lying in the physical pleasure but in the pleasure of the intimacy, of the oneness it brings. They may not even realize it as that's happening, but that is extremely real and extremely true. And that's the difference. What usually happens is if someone is pulled because of the sexual, physical pleasure alone, that leads to self-absorption, while real intimacy points us outwards from ourselves towards the other. It lifts us out of ourselves to counter really an infinite neshama, because a neshama is a chelikal kamimal, and a kodesh baruch is ein soif. So that is real intimacy. And that's important to know. And you, people know it, and people sense it. And just to sum up over here, the share, indulging in physical pleasure for its own sake does not bring true satisfaction, will never bring true satisfaction. Real intimacy is deep-seated and fundamental need, and it nurtures well-being, and that's a connection of two souls that were one, that will become one again. And the sexual pleasure part of it is important, but it, it can never be a goal in and of itself. It is to be used for that purpose, 
to experience real intimacy. And that's when you don't feel alone. That's when you feel a, a tremendous inner peace and inner simcha. Have a wonderful day.